We are back in the basement for another episode of the Disconnect. I've got Phil back here. in for the podcast. Yeah, it was. Thanks. I'm glad you were able to get back in here, Phil, because <laughs> yeah. going solo is is rough. It was good though. I, I listened I, to it. It was good. I I was very critical of it myself. Like the first time I listened to it, I'm like, this sucks. Second time, I'm like, okay, it's it's not that bad. But when you're doing it. In one take, yeah, twenty minutes of talking straight. I it is, it's not easy at all. I wouldn't like that. No, I, and you don't. Yeah, sometimes, and I don't like. I didn't write anything down. Right, I didn't plan any of this out. You're free literally, balling. yeah, you're <laughs> you're free balling off the top of the dome. Yeah, um, but it's great timing that you are here because yeah. just yesterday. Uh-huh. This will be released on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday. So the announcement Wednesday. came on Wednesday yeah. from the Fed that they were actually uh, increasing interest rates by three quarters of a point or, right. you know, basically 0.75% uh, of a hike in the interest rates. Now that's in an increase compared to where they were the last couple months where they increased it by a half percent. Yeah. And this is, it's not unheard of, but it is the biggest rate hike in 28 years, almost yeah. our entire life, Phil, you right. and I, and you know, they are, there's no getting around this. They need to slow down this economy. Big That's time. no, nobody is sitting here saying that there's any other reason other than that, because they are trying to combat not only a, a, a the, the economy, but they are trying to battle a, a four decade high rate of 8.6% inflation, um, yeah. which just for reference, a normal inflation rates about 2% annually. Yeah. It's been insane right now. I mean, people like you can't, you can barely get by. And I just feel bad for people that are like in a worse position than myself, because I know even at our house, it's like, we're feeling it between yeah. gas and uh, groceries, all that stuff. It's, it's rough. And, and do you, do you, let me ask you this because it's not the it's definitely definitely not the last rate hike we'll see. They've right. already said there's going to be another increase down the road here, but there this is this was I even heard some people speculating that it could go up a, a full point. I, I almost think that would just be uh, send people into a panic. But do you think it's going to work? Do you think it's going to that that extra um interest rate that people are seeing when they go to finance a vehicle or when they go to uh, open up a new credit card or finance a boat or do do those things where we have the summer months coming up that's that's something where you know traditionally those purchases are made do you do you no. think these attempts are going to work no i don't i don't think you don't. so no because well for for some it will but i think a lot of people don't care about that stuff i i don't think it bothers them that you know, the interest rates are a little higher. They'll, they'll, they want it now and they're going to get it. And, and, and don't you feel like we've kind of set ourselves up the way things have been going for the last two or three years where we've got this, we've been lulled into this false sense of, of bailout that yeah. if you are, you know, I, I think a lot of people have looked at this and said, I'm going to keep borrowing. And if I end up having to, having to declare bankruptcy, so be it. I'll just start over right. again. It's it's yeah. the American way. It's how we do things. Well, because what are what are the consequences? I mean, 
It's it's just going to make it harder to have access to money. I, I mean, or, yeah. or access to loans long term. You're not. But if you're in a situation like I can't, the the foreclosures that we saw back in two thousand and eight, right? I honestly don't think that that's ever going to happen again. No, because you saw what it did to not only the values of the homes, but um, what it did to that entire market as a whole. I. I just don't think you are going to see the banks coming in and repossessing people's homes the way they had previously done it with the foreclosures and the short sales that right. were so popular back then. There's just going to be this, no, no different than with COVID in the beginning, it's going to be this, well, we're going to pause right. your mortgage. We're going to put your mortgage into forbearance. And you know what? We're just going to tack that on at the end because 30 years from now, when you if you sell that house or 20 years from now, when you sell that house, we're just going to get our money then. But taking people yeah. out of their homes just makes it so that you know people destroy their homes because they 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 no longer see it as their own. I think there's a lot of people out there that are realizing that like there's a, there is a way to like finagle the system. That's a great that's a great word. And it's like I think people are saying like what the hell do I care if if I have to pay you know these high interest rates and then I declare bankruptcy down the road and whatever who cares. Yeah. And is that a good way of going about things? Probably not. But at the same time, I see a lot of people that do stuff like that. And I go, man, they're doing that. And like, they seem to be in just as good a shape as I am. Because oh, no doubt. They don't care. No, I mean, and there's a lot of people I there. And I, I am somewhere in the middle on this, uh, uh, on this thought process of, there, it's good to have debt right. to a certain degree. I mean, you look at you look at that and as a as a measuring tool of how wealth is created. I mean, you have to take on some serious debt in the in the short term to be able to make any profit. <laughs> if you're if you're looking at it from a perspective of like your home, for instance, like yeah. If I would have been afraid to take on debt at a young age, it you wouldn't have the gains that you have right. uh, when you sell accordingly. And as long as you're not stuck somewhere where you have to be there and you can't move, that's when it starts to get tricky. Um, like student loans. That's where it gets tricky. But that, stuff and, like that. Yeah. And that the student loans are, it's such a tough, uh, a tough thing to kind of get into because I, I think that I'm not a f in favor of those being forgiven or those right. um, uh, being wiped out. Yeah, because you know you no different than uh, myself with the business loan or anything like that. There's a certain amount of risk that you take on, knowing that um, uh, you eventually have to pay that back, and somebody's taking a risk on you. But right. it's not unlike the business loan; these student uh, loans aren't really backed by anything. There's no collateral that right. you could put up and say, well, if you, if you don't pay these, I'm going to take your degree back and you're not going to be able to work anymore. Um, but at the same and, and people prioritize, prioritize these student loan payments. I mean, my wife has a, a large amount of student loan debt as somebody going to, same. um, uh, law school. Yeah. We don't prioritize paying on that loan. We pay the minimum because the interest rate's low. Right. Um, and so that's how we, we, we prioritize making payments on that particular loan because, um, well now with the returns we're getting, it might be a good idea to, to pay those yeah. down a little bit, but it's, I'm, I'm not because in the back of my mind, I think it's, 
possible at some point they will be forgiven right. or at least a small amount of it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think some at least will be forgiven down the line. And that's where we do the same thing with my wife's, uh, you know, student loan payments, because it's it's like the, like you said, the interest rates are low and it's like just kind of pay it off as you as you go. You make the minimum payments and then hopefully down the line they will do something. But I, I get what you mean, where it's like you took out a loan just yeah. like anybody else did. But, um, yeah, I, I have, but you can also, about you that. can also declare bankruptcy and walk away from those loans where it's right. loan debt never goes away. It never goes away. And they'll start, you know, docking your, your social security and things like that for your student loans. Good. It'll still never get paid off because right. social security is a joke. I know. So, but that's the thing is I do think that a lot of people are kind of looking at it like, wait, why do I, care so much about yeah, my because, credit score and things like that. Yeah, because in, re- in reality, it's the those interest rates, they don't care if they're paying 3% or 10%. At the end of the day, they got what they wanted and and that's a that's a that's almost like this um fabricated number that exists down the road. I think yeah. we've, we've kind of said that before. That's that's Phil's problem 20 years from now, not Today right. Phil's problem. Yeah. But I, I tend to think that this will work a little bit because with the way like new auto prices are, like a, a brand new Bronco, we brought that up before. I'll use that as yeah. an example again. Let's just say $65,000. Right. Now when you're talking 6 7% interest on that, that sticker price really hurts. And when you look at what your monthly payments are, it might be more of a matter of, can I even afford this? Right. Because if that, if that payment's going to be 1200 bucks a month and you're already over leveraged on your mortgage, it's costing you an average of maybe 500 bucks a month to fill up your tank. Yeah. It's costing you twice as much as it used to at the grocery store. Um, all those things are going to compound. And I think eventually people, at least if they're smart, they're going to look at this and they're going to kind of say, maybe I should just sit on the sidelines for a little bit. Maybe yeah. I should wait and see what happens. That, that's like no different with the stock market right now. Nobody's buying the dip right now. Right. Because we're pretty confident that we are in store for further declines in the market. The thing that you and I have been talking about for the last two years of, Hey, how long can this last for? How long can this last for? There's going to be a recession sooner or later. Well, now the experts are finally saying recession, recession, recession. Well, what do you expect when the fed was, you know, they're the ones controlling this interest rate. They, they are increasing it now, but remember about a year ago when interest rates were so zero, low. Yeah, interest rates were zero. Right. It's like, what do you think people are going to, they're going to borrow money yeah. at no interest rate. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. On top of that, you're, you're talking a 0% interest rate. And then yeah. you're, you're also going to give people, uh, the, the stimulus money, the advance yeah. on their tax credit, all this kind of stuff that, that contributed to that. So what I'm looking at it as, you know, uh, you always had this this feeling of. Have you ever heard of the invisible hand in the market? No. There, there's, I, and I don't want to butcher this. And it's been a long time since my last economics class, but I think it yeah. was coined by by Adam Smith. I got a book sitting around here somewhere, uh, and I wish I I wish I I could see it over here on the bookshelf. Yeah. It's Wealth of Nations. Okay. Yeah. So that is basically. Um, 
there's always something invisible guiding the market, whether it's, you know, it's, it's, you, you always talk supply and demand. There's always this, but there's always going to be this variable that you can't account for, right. whether it be, um, you know, even your own desire for something. I think that yeah. would play into it. Um, the, but, but what you're looking at is this fed is in my opinion, manipulating the market and right. calling basically for a recession saying that this has to take place. This is, this is not something that has happened because, uh, people's confidence in the market is down. It's not happening because people don't want to spend money. It's not happening because people, uh, can't produce the product fast enough. It's not because people want to stop doing X, Y, Z. It's because these, uh, this, this Jerome Powell is saying we are going to do everything in our power to ensure that there is a recession. Now, see, and that's the thing is like, I, I feel like there's some type of weird experiment going on right now or something. Cause th things just, I, I feel like the right answer is right. And they're going left. And the, like, it just, cause, uh, and I was going to bring this up to you again too. Did you see like how there was that fire at uh Somerset the other I did. day? I did. And it was at Capitol, Capitol Grill. Grill. Yeah. Yeah. It's like another restaurant fire where it's, it, it, there's just weird stuff. Going I'm just, on. I'm chalking all of that up to lack of trained employees Could working be. at these facilities and they're doing things that they, they don't know what they're doing. I, I even worry about food safety at this point. Yeah, I do when, too. when stuff is coming in, I'm like, how do I know that this food that I'm buying has gone through like the proper channels of like, um, it passed from the FDA standards to where it's it, what I'm getting is healthy and there's no like trace amounts of like mercury in my, in my yeah. food and all this other stuff. Because I, I really look at that and I, I think from a, I think everybody knows from a, a, a business standpoint, the quality of what you're getting is just not the same. No, so, it's not. So that, that's something I'm fearful of a little bit. And I'm going to chalk all that up to just like lack of employees and trying to get stuff out the door as fast as possible. And if we have to cut corners, we're going to cut corners. Yeah. Because I noticed too, like there, there's been a lot of that with like, uh, even like a lot of our, uh, like suppliers and stuff. There's been times where like I'm calling and I'm still hearing like dogs barking in the background yeah. and things like that. <clears throat> and, um, I have seen a huge shift in the products, even with just holes in shirts, things like that, that come sure. to us. It's, it's been happening a lot. So you, you have to think that that's going to translate everywhere. Yeah. It's every industry. It's not just yeah. the t-shirt industry that, and we'd only know it because we're seeing it on a daily basis. It's right. It's we're, we're in this situation where I think everybody is at their breaking point. Yeah. And, and that goes back to what we talked about in the beginning of the episode of like, yeah, let's just, I, I'm just going to buy it. I'm going to get it cause I want it and whatever yeah. it's going to cost. I don't care at this right. point. I'm at my breaking point, And when shit hits the fan, they're either going to forgive it. Come, come take it. Come take right. it. I don't care. Well, and I think that's the thing is like it, a lot of people too, when you look at like a boat, or, you know, a car, things like that. If people are buying it, a lot of times the people, they probably like with a boat, you don't probably don't care after like five years. It's like, yeah, I've only it's used not, it once a I, year. I don't even, I, I see a lot of people post stuff for sale after using it for a year because oh, it's yeah. like, okay, I, we, we, we thought it was a great idea at first. Yeah. Uh, we used it twice 
And then it cost me 1200 bucks to store it and right. another, you know, 1500 bucks on my insurance bill that's coming up. I I'm just getting rid of it. I'll, I'll recoup my money and, you know, I would just walk away at that point. We all think things are a good idea in yeah. theory. Like there's very few people in my opinion that, um, see those things through. Like you're either a boat guy or you're not a boat guy. Like yeah. you're not just going to wake up one day and say, like be 40 years old and say, I'm going to be a boat guy now. Like, no, you yeah. either grew up around it or you didn't because it's, it, there's a, there's a learning curve to that for sure. And that's like the one thing that I've done where I made like a stupid purchase like that. And it wasn't that much money, but, um, I'm not like a huge video game guy, but during the pandemic, I was like, did you buy an Xbox? No, I bought a Nintendo switch, oh. which I'm, I've never, you know, I've never been like huge into Nintendo systems, but I bought one. And it's like, I, it took me so long to like pull the trigger on it. I think I've played that thing three times. Like, and thinking, it's so thinking, stupid. Thinking about that gives me anxiety. Not it, thinking about like having, like buying something like that. And like, like I'm thinking about when the hell are you going to play that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, and that's the thing though. For me, it was just a couple hundred bucks. So I'm like, I, it's not the value of it. I've got, I've got my guitar sitting behind you that yeah. I will probably, when am I going to figure out how to play? I, I told myself, I'm like, I'll watch some YouTube videos and right. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of learn the chords and get going on that. And like, that's, that's something that I think I'm struggling with right now. Yeah. The, the older you get, you're looking around and you're saying, I don't enjoy anything. Yeah. But again, that's, that goes back to the thing that we always talk about with like the, with social media and all that type of stuff. I don't think that's a thing of getting older. I think that's because of social media and stuff. Cause you want to know what really hit me was ever since I started, uh, using TikTok, I feel like that has really like shortened my attention span. I, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I don't think that's, I'm looking at it more so as like, I'm. 37 years old and there's nothing that gives me enjoyment. Like if I go out and buy a side by side and finance that, it, that'll yeah. be, that'll be cool for about a week, but like right. we'll zip around on that a little bit, but then it'll probably collect dust. Like I went out and, uh, you know, for my birthday, uh, my wife got me a book about like uh, farmer's almanac, guide for gardening because I want to do the garden out at the property. Yeah. And I'm looking, I, I go out to the property, I start reading the book and I start kind of plotting stuff out and like every, we don't have a water source out there. Right. I have these, those rain catching tubs, but yeah. they never, they don't produce enough water. They didn't, they didn't accumulate enough in the spring to really fill up. Right. So like, if I do start something out there, it's all going to die because there's yeah. no water source to fill this up. So I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm, I, I see something that could potentially be a hobby there and I get disheartened because I'm like, well, until I have some access to water, I can't do anything. Like I'm, I'm delaying all this and right. it's like, I don't want to do it at my current home because we're only going to be there for another two, three years. Yeah. That's always tough with that stuff. Cause I, I think about the same stuff at, at home where I'm like, ah, we could do this. And then I'm like, well, no, cause I don't want, we're not staying at this house for that long. I know you're in this weird limbo phase of like, and you might be forced to stay there longer if, uh, depending God. on where this economy goes, I hope the how the, where the housing market goes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, 
one of those things where I think people are, are very similar to us though, where they're seeking out happiness in, in these other things. And it's just not, it's short lived. Yeah, it is. And I think that's the one thing for me that uh, brings me that type of happiness is like going up North, but you can't just do that on a Tuesday yeah, you can't night. Try, yeah, exactly. And and that's why our thing was always, let's take our property and make that more like a, right. an up North thing. So we always feel like we're there, but um, there is some potential here with a recession for, I, I kind of like to call it the, uh, the, the kingmaker there, yeah. there is, if you're going to kind of wait on the sideline here a little bit and say, okay, I'm going to just wait this out. I'm going to see where things go. I'm not going to get over anxious on anything. I'm right. not going to buy the dip. I'm not going to look into these other things. I'm going to wait and see what happens. That's when a lot of your wealth is going to be created. So yeah. I know you're not a big investor. I know you don't like to look yeah. Uh, at stuff. And it's probably good that you missed the, the, the crypto uh, yeah, craze because God. that is my God. <laughs> it's a disaster. Why, it, it's, I wonder how many billions of dollars have been wiped out of existence with what's happened so in the much. last two weeks. It's, and that's the thing I see all these like younger kids where they're like, man, uh, yeah. Like who are like almost Riding like wealthy high. kids. And like now, they're they lost a lot probably probably close it's it's dropped by about a a two-thirds of where it was before two-thirds of your 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 if you were all in on that two-thirds of your uh of your money is just gone now yeah and which is exactly the way i thought it would go like it didn't make sense to me and that's why and i get it that like i'm older not everything's gonna make sense but it just seemed like it it seemed like the wild, wild west. Well, and, and that's anything. That's how stocks feel sometimes too. Right. But, but the, the expectation that it couldn't go down is I think what was so frustrating. Like, yes, it is seeing record high uh, gains right now, but like any market, what goes up must come down. I mean, there's yeah. always going to be a correction. You can't expect this thing. It, it, it wouldn't make sense if it was just a, a steady incline no. consistently. That just right. is not how things work. But I, I heard somebody make this point the other day and I completely agree with it. The thing that did crypto in was the NFT market. Yeah. Because as soon as, so there were people that didn't understand crypto for sure. Right. You and I included, present company yeah. included. <clears throat> but when they started talking about these NFTs and how expensive they were, and it's one of one and it's this and that we're familiar enough with JPEGs, right? We're, we're, we, we understand that. Wait a second. This is, this is just something that's copy and pasted. Yeah. I don't care if it's got this own, if it's own, if it's got its own code to where it can exist in the blockchain. Um, all you do is copy and paste it. Yeah. It's got a unique, uh, uh, tag maybe right. uh, in a unique space in the blockchain. But beyond that, what are you really getting? You're really going to no. pay people $10 million, $60 million for this piece of artwork that NFT. exists strictly in a digital realm that can be replicated quite simply. Yeah. NFTs are a total scam. Yeah. And, and that's, but that's when I think people started to say, huh, wait a minute, what's yeah. going on here. And, and it's like anything else. This stuff is a grift. Right. Like there's a lot of grifters. There's a lot of snake oil salesmen and they're going to be out there pitching you the dream. Gary and, <laughs> and nobody. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to be left holding the bag, but 
I th- I do personally think that there is a there's an argument for crypto in the long term. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not abandoning that quite yet. No, I think what what is going to happen is you're going to get a lot of uh, ones getting weeded out in the process, and I think down the line, I think it could be a stable thing, but I think it's going to you know it's a lot of people are going to lose money and it's going to change a lot before it becomes what I think you'll, you'll see in the future. And, and I've, I've gambled on some stocks in the past and, and I won't do that again because it's just too volatile. But I will say this, if you are sitting around in the next six months, once this recession hits, once we're there, once we start seeing those significant losses in the market, pick five, blue chip stocks that have a great dividend and then just buy them and hold them for the rest of your life. Right. Cause they will, they will eventually go up and you will, you know, I, I'm looking at some of these stocks that they're where I'm getting uh, dividends of 150 bucks a quarter. I'm, I've got three times that amount of money in my savings account and I might make, 30 bucks on the year in interest right. if I'm lucky. So it's like, there. yeah, treat it like a savings account in that regard. And I mean, that would be my advice, but I think there's some potential here where, you know, those people who are like, I can't buy Apple because it's too expensive. Well, I think that chance is going to come again. Yeah, it probably will. And I, I think that that's the thing is you're going to, ha- it, it, a lot of times it makes or breaks people. And I, I, I just think it's going to break a lot of people. I know. And that's what sucks is like, you, you know, it's coming and there's nothing you can do to get out of the way of it. So how do you think it's going to be one of those where it's like, it's, it's going to be, I've heard a lot of people say, Oh, it won't be as bad as 2008. I think it's going to be the, aside from not having the foreclosures. Like I talked about, I, I think overall the impact that this is going to have, I think it's going to be worse than 2008. I think as a whole, like I almost don't know if like, it's just that that's going to cause like uh, a problem though. I feel like everything is changing right now. And I still think like, I feel, I've seen a lot of people say that where it's like, you're just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Like uh, you're on you're I, I'm honestly, I, I've got those, those feelings like on a daily basis, like is today going to be the day? There's and- a dark cloud kind of hanging over everything. And you know what though? That's, that's what sucks is I know like whenever we do the podcast, it is a lot of like, doom and gloom talk and everything, but it's like, I I feel like it's, we're kind of in like that type of time period right now. Yeah. There, there's definitely, uh, one of the biggest, and that's the other thing. I think even back in 2008, you didn't have that, that culture shift that you're having now either. You're not having those situations where, you know, workers are, are fighting to stay working remotely. And, and there's such a disconnect between how, uh, elder millennials, Gen X and boomers are, are treating the workforce versus how, uh, the younger generation is, is viewing the workforce. I, and I think may, they might be smarter for it. This might be the first time that, that there has been, um, uh, an opportunity for there to be so much change for how the, for the direction life is going in. But we, some of us are still part of that old regime where we're, we've, we've, we've gone all in on, on this type of society and, and we have to see it through. Yeah. And I don't, to me, I don't think they like have it figured out though, because I think you, you need to have people working and you need to, um, it, it needs the, 
the reason it's worked for so long the way that it is is because it works. Well, and and so. that's the thing. You always had to work. I mean, whether it was at for a company or in the fields uh, right. for your family farm or for you know uh, building the pyramids or doing anything. I mean, you look. It was always a there was always a dynamic of work that existed. Like you don't just get to like float by right. and exist. There's always going to be some people that do that, but that's, that's, but, but see, that's the thing. Maybe that is, maybe that's what this population has been seeking out for. Maybe that's the secret to life. Maybe it's, no. maybe we've been doing all this for, for generations and decades. Cause aren't you tired? Yes. But, but that's the thing is that like you're, you can't have goods and services if well, nobody's that, working. Right, right. There's the the goods though are out of control. Like right. it's too much stuff. That's why I think I think you should have, yeah, ten percent interest on if you're gonna borrow for a toy. Like, yeah, make it so it's it's less and, and don't make it so easy for people to just go and get those things. But uh let let me put it this way. Have you ever met like the the type of people that they're basically their job is to not work. Have you ever met people like that? I I don't really know people like that. No. Okay. Well, I have, and y- y- they're not people that you want to be around. Honestly. Oh, for sure. And that's the thing. So if it's shifting that way, mm, like I see what you mean. They're not the type of people that like where you're gonna like society is not going to be good for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I see what you mean. It's it's a different. It's a completely different mentality at that point. Yeah. So I <laughs> their their we'll job see. their job is to not work pretty much. Well, we'll we'll see where this all shakes up. the The markets are not really responding great to the uh, the the rate increase. Um, yeah. I, I I really I really don't know where things are heading. Uh, next week, though, we are going to talk about. Um, yeah, I guess maybe in celebration of the new Jurassic Park movie, there is a yeah. there's a there's a theory about dinosaurs floating around that I sent to you, Phil, and I thought it was kind of interesting and something I had never yeah. thought about before. So it's it's definitely a reason to tune in next week as well when we discuss that further. Um, but I'm glad Phil's back in the basement here. We're back to doing the disconnect, and don't forget, guys, the struggle is real. Thanks for listening. Thank you.